0: Welcome to the Getting My Act Together podcast for January 4th, 2021. Listen to that pep in my step. Listen to the, the wind in my sails, the, the esprit de corps, the joie de vivre, the uh, tickle in my wickle. You hear that? I'm just making it so. It's the, new, it's the goddamn new year. So let's let's ring it in. Let's ring it in all year long. Ring, ding, dong. Ring, ding, 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 dong. I hope you had a great New Year's Eve. I hope you are hitting the ground running in 2022. And I'm very grateful for you listening to the podcast. And I'm mindful of beginning this one with a bit of a chipper tone. <laughs> a bit of a, a bit of a, a bit of verve to my, to my voice. When, you know what? Not much has changed other than, well, actually a couple, there have been a couple significant developments other than to say, who's got it better than me? You know, I I I, I complain and I cry on the last several podcasts, but I know how great I have it and I'm just going to keep telling myself that and telling it to you. And you know what? what additional factor I have that people who don't have a podcast have, people who don't blame it. You know, I have it great because I have a wonderful family and I knock wood of my health. And I'm white. And you know, as we all know, it's easier being white than every other thing. But I'm not grateful for being white. I, I, I'm not like, thank Christ. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, it has nothing to do with My whiteness is not the topic. My enduring whiteness, even in the face of Miami's Bright heat is not the topic of this podcast. I am here to tell you that I have a lot to be grateful for, but what I have that people who don't have podcasts do not have is a wonderful, supportive audience that sticks with you when you're down in the fucking dump like I've been over the last several weeks. And who's been with me? You all. Notice that? I'm moving myself out of y'all. You all have been with me and I greatly appreciate that. The last four, this will be the fourth, I think, podcast, fourth or fifth podcast recorded since I fell ill with the coronavirus, have had, I don't want to say a staggering listenership. They've had a very strong listenership, not only in the number of people who listen to them, but the extent to which you listen to them. You've listened to just about every second, maybe, of each of those podcasts, which means you might just like hearing me be miserable. (laughs) I don't think that's the case. Maybe it is for for a few of you, certainly the person that left a one-star review years ago. You're just a jerk-off who hates yourself and uh, gets excited by me being miserable. Totally understand. I was like that once as well. Um, But for those of you who've listened to every second of my misery over the last several weeks, I'm really grateful for that and i'm grateful for people who have reached out to me connected and sent me messages to let me know i'm not all alone as an example of that someone sent me the following that says catching up on the podcast sounds like you got hit hard with rona i hope which suggests it might be a black person catching up on the <laughs> catching up on the podcast sounds like you got hit hard with the rona hope you're living through it and among the living or you're through it and among the living. Also, and this is very important if you've listened to this, the last couple of episodes. This person says, also, the terrible twos, Miami car rental, traveling with a toddler. Remember I outlined that. The terrible twos slash Miami car rental slash traveling with a toddler. This person says, instantly recognizable and triggering. And you know what? That makes me just feel a little bit like I'm less alone in the world. And I'm so grateful for people, for everybody who listens to this podcast that listen to every second of my misery and for people like this person who reach out to say, hey man, you're not alone because I'm a parent and I recognize what you're going through and I've been there and now I don't have any custody, but that's okay (laughs) because someone loves those kids and is taking care of them. (laughs) Nowhere does it say this person does not have custody, or they went swimming in the ocean and they just never came back. But I, I really appreciate that, and I, t- I draw, you know what I do? I draw strength from my listenership, so thank you so much. And while I'm talking about the listenership, I have received some other encouraging news from, from the, the uh, Getting My Act Together listeners. I, that, that's who you are. I'm not going to give you some ridiculous name. The GMAT squad. Hey. But the good news is our old friend 15 underscore versus underscore 15 has taken down his latest iTunes or Apple review, Apple podcast review, which is a great sign because, like I said, that one has been there for like three and a half weeks, which is way too long for 15 underscore. And the fact that that last podcast that review has come down lets me know 15 is okay and maybe on the other side of the Rona as well. So we'll look forward to hearing from 15 the next time um, the next time Apple updates its reviews. Also, uh, you, you're fucking totally up to you to leave a goddamn review of the podcast, but you know how to do that. You go to Apple Podcasts. You're not an Apple subscriber. You do it through your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whoever, and uh, just leave a five-star review. Good shit is all you have to say. So that is the spirit of of the of the that is the spirit of the radio. <laughs> That's the 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 good the good tidings I bring to you and your kin. By the way, can, have we have did I ever talked about this? Can you imagine how fucking insane it would have been to have a one-horse open sleigh? Like, what is better than that? Not a two-horse fucking buggy or a, like a team of oxen dragging. No, I'm talking about a one-horse open sleigh. They get so much run in all those songs, dashing through the snow, On a one horse? Like, what could be better than that, man? Fucking snowmobile? No. I have a one horse open sleigh. Not a closed sleigh. I'm not like that guy in his 60s who has some money, but still drives his convertible with a top up on a sunny day. I'm not like that. I'm a one horse goddamn open sleigh. Fuck with me. That's what that person's saying in that lyric. On a one-horse open sleigh, or and and there's it comes up again. Anyway, it'd be pretty sweet to have a one-horse open sleigh. I don't even know what led me to that. The spirit of having a spirit of the radio, spirit of having I don't know. A couple quick announcements. It's Tuesday, January fourth, when you hear this first. Please note, there is no limerick comedy again. For the third consecutive week, there is no limerick comedy. It breaks my heart. And I know that the podcast listeners who also go to limerick comedy are like, Dude, you fucking pussy. You used to run your mouth up there about vaccines and not using rubbers. and Or maybe I didn't say that part. but And now it's been shut down for three weeks. And you know what? You guys are right. And you know what else? You're from Mississippi. <laughs> so let's just let's be honest with one another here. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Limerick. I might bring it back a week from now. A week from now because I I don't want to jinx myself, but I have been vaccinated. I have been boosted. And I've had the goddamn thing. And I talked to somebody who's, whose name is followed by the letters MD. And they said... I don't know how you could possibly contract it now. And I'm like, well, if that isn't the kiss of goddamn death, sound like a goddamn Falcons Falcons fan, and the, how can we possibly bow a 25-point lead with eight minutes to go in the third quarter of a Super Bowl? I know, we're the Falcons. I don't know when Limerick's coming back. Maybe it'll come back next week. I don't know. Everybody is getting Omicron or COVID or some strain of it. So it very well could be next week. I don't know. But there's no Limerick tonight, Tuesday, January 4th. But if you are so homesick for Limerick, why don't you go over there and buy a couple pints. Pints? Pounce? Or you know what? Don't even buy pints. They're going to have a tall boy special. Budweiser and and be a a man. And I say say man very specifically. By being, uh, even if you're a woman, be a man be grown be an adult say budweiser don't say bud heavy that's that's what a, that's what a, a boy says a boy says bud heavy a man says and you know me i don't I'm not the fucking most alpha macho dude in the world just say budweiser or can i have a bud and if the bartender says some dumb shit like bud heavy say like can i see your idea idea can i see your idea for an id you dope it's called budweiser Certainly Bud Light is the most popular, best-selling beer in the whole world. Yeah, it tastes like urine. No problem. But it's Budweiser, okay? Budweiser is literally the king of beers. And in no way does it need to be a referent to anything else. It doesn't say, I'm Bud Heavy or I'm Bud Straight or I'm Bud Fox or anything like that. All it has to do is say, I'm Budweiser, okay? Okay. And you know what? It's insulting to Budweiser to say Bud Heavy. Put some goddamn respect on the red, white, and blue of that can. Bud Light, you fucking... Bud Light is drank by people who didn't get into fraternities. That's who drinks it. Because you know what? Real fraternity people, it's too ghost for them. They drink shittier beer, like Meister Chow. (laughs) Or the Beast. Oh, they still make the Beast? When I was a kid, there was a 30-pack of Strohs, just... To get you you through an evening of sophomore algebra. Anyway, if you do want to support Limerick Junction, go over. They always have now a a special that you can use. Budweiser Tallboys for $3. Can I get a Budweiser Tallboy? Can I get a Tallboy? Can I get a tailpipe? Can I get a tailpipe of bud? Can I get a tall can of bud? Just don't say bud heavy. You know why? Because you have pubic hair. Or you did you you should you might by the way, I took a bath the other night when I was having covid. That's a great way to come to terms with the hair on your body. <laughs> I'll just let you imagine me doing that, taking a bath that's how that's how fucking smashed I was by Covid. I took a bath trying to beat the chill anyway go to go to Limerick, buy a three dollar Budweiser tall can and in, instead of buying like a 7 $8 pint, use that money that you saved and buy yourself a couple Jameson shots. That's what you do. And you have yourself an evening. And maybe I'll see you there on the 11th. But you'll certainly be, this will be the first place you'll hear it. I am going to go do comedy, though. Uh, I need to, need to discuss this with my wife because there's a development involving her. I plan at this moment on going to the Laughing Skull on Wednesday night and hosting the uh, Laughing Skull open mic, and I plan on making a whole ass of myself. I need to, I have to. Uh, So that would be Wednesday. And then Friday night, I'm at the Atlanta Brewing Company again. I did that a few weeks ago, right before the day before I fell ill with COVID and had a blast over there. So that's what my week is supposed to be. It's supposed to be Wednesday night. Come over to... if my wife and I work out this this thing, this, this La Cosa Nostra that we're talking about, and I'll give you the context for that in just a second, I plan on hosting the Laughing Skull Mike on Wednesday, which is one of my favorite. I, I host two of the greatest shows in the city of Atlanta, and maybe in the free world. And then Friday, I'm at Atlanta Brewing Company. And then Saturday, right back into the fire, Five o'clock and eight o'clock at the Laughing Skull Lounge, and I'm—I don't think I'm hosting either one of those. So, uh, come say hello and know that you're going to be around a person who's—it's <laughs> very possible, according to that MD that I spoke with, that I cannot contract it. I cannot transmit. This is bullshit. I'm gonna fucking—I'm sp- gonna spread it to everybody within eyesight of me. But anyway, that's that's the plan. The plan is to beat the Laughing Skull, Wednesday and Saturday. Be at that brewing show on Friday, and then Thursday night I am uh, doing something entertainment related, but I, I can't it escapes me. So that's where I'll be. I won't be at Limerick, but you can be there buying Budweiser, Bud just Budweiser, not Bud Heavy. Say you know what? I'm I'm an adult. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a Budweiser. The thing that I need to work out with my wife is uh, coverage of our child. <laughs> okay, well, why, why would that be a challenge? Well, it's interesting that you bring that up. Because normally on a Wednesday night at the Laughing Skull, I would put the girl in bed around 7 or I'd leave my wife, leave my wife to put her in around 7. And I would leave the house around 10 after 7, make it a Laughing Skull and have a good time. However, it's unclear if my wife will be able to put my daughter down on Wednesday night because guess what? My wife has coronavirus. That's right. Go back and listen three episodes or four episodes. If you want the COVID series in this podcast and you're like, holy shit, his wife has it now. Yeah, but also if you're doing the math, you'll know that I didn't give it to her. Yeah, wrap your head around that, okay? Okay, you hear me? Wait a minute, what are you talking about, dude? Okay, so the COVID series begins with a podcast episode titled, Mia Culpa, where I express my true sadness and regret for fucking up my wife's holidays, okay? Okay. And then the ensuing episode or two or three after that described the lingering unease and dread that I felt. And then our hastily advanced trip to Miami where, uh, you know, we were trying to make a thing happen because I torpedoed the thing on the front side. Anyway, we get back from Miami and uh, someone takes a test and it is positive yeah so so there's that like i said if only i would have waited a week to fucking test positive or if everybody else would have hurried up my blowtorching of the world would have been less significant but it's not and it doesn't explain it away or change it i still just i had some shitty timing Uh, But, you know, life very much is about timing. You know, the sliding doors theory and all that. So my wife has been in the basement isolating for a full day and a half now. And that means that my daughter has possibly, well, I mean, she's been exposed to my wife. So my daughter who was all prepared to make a big graduation transition in her swanky preschool today, the th- Monday, the 3rd, uh, she has been exposed to my wife. So we, I think responsibly, perhaps, I don't want to say more than some type A people who like, fuck it, who gives a shit if my kid gives everybody coronavirus? Well, we do, and that's why we're not type capital A. Or maybe lowercase. Or we're type A minus. So my daughter is at home with me today. Essentially, last day and a half, it's been my daughter and me the whole way. And, again, I'm Pence. I'm great if Trump's not around. But if she knows that Trump is downstairs, she is going to fucking storm the Capitol. She's she wants a piece of that and uh we actually are having a great time i mean we're we're doing our thing it's been a it's been a busy at sometimes no no doubt very contentious she's a fucking toddler but like that person said I, I have like a new and somebody else sent me a note saying i dude i hear you losing your marbles trust me most of us go through this and that gives me just like a, okay you know this this too it's a reminder i'm not going anywhere i'm in my daughter's life i'm not going to be like you know you've been a real jerk when you were 3 so i'm out i'm going to go get some cigarettes and never come back but it's a good i'm gonna, i'm going to be here no matter what it's a good reminder that this too shall pass when somebody from the outside's like bro it is rough and you're not alone like oh thank you so My wife has been isolated for a day and a half in the basement. Eh, Getting accustomed to that fucking janky setup down there. And my daughter and I uh, have the uh, upstairs to ourselves. The remaining, you know, 1,100 square feet or if that uh, of upstairs to ourselves. It's 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 1,100 square feet. It has to be 1,100 square feet, doesn't it? I bet it's not a whole lot more than that, to be honest with you. You don't know all your square footage, no. I'm not a douche, or I'm not on Zillow. Anyway, my wife has it, and I didn't give it to her. So, you know. <laughs> so there's that. So she is. So my. So so this, the implications of that are my wife is ill. That is unfortunate. She said she doesn't feel that bad and and her booster would have kicked in by the time she came down with coronavirus. So for the last day or so, she said just a little tired, but it's mostly just like having a cold. And she's probably like enjoying, I mean, she'd rather be around the baby, but probably enjoying like a little time to herself, take a nap here and there, while the girl and I are, you know, fighting about which pair of pants we're gonna wear to go to the dry cleaner and, you know, pick up something that's been there for 6 weeks. <laughs> so that's the first implication is my wife is out of out of pocket and I am now what my wife was 2 weeks ago, I am full-time single parent, which is fine. I'm I'm capable. This isn't 1950. <laughs> I I can uh, I can feed Clothe, bathe, my daughter, provide her structure and warmth, and all those things. I don't have a lot of spare time, quite frankly, but that's not to be that's to be expected. But the the other implication is that, like when my wife had her, the school was closed. Now, I have her. The school is essentially it's it's open. But it's close to us because my daughter needs to be uh, symptom-free and test-free and and neg- test-negative for a few for a couple more days. Essentially, on the I think Wednesday, the day after you listen to this podcast, if my daughter is uh, without symptom and test-negative on Wednesday, I can take her to school because that'll be like my wife's fifth day with past you know who knows even the doctor was like that i was talking to was like this is kind of our best guess um if you play in the nfl and you haven't been vaccinated you can come back within two days apparently come back right away anyway that's a development so the girl was so excited to get promoted proverbially in the school's language go upstairs to the you know bigger kid classroom that's on hold for at least a couple more days. If she's able to slide back into school on Wednesday, no harm, no foul, it's it's a pretty... We're going to get through this. My wife is going to get better. My daughter hopefully will not contract coronavirus. But if she does, we will get through that as well. And then we'll all have had it. Two of us will be vaccinated. And in just a matter of time, my daughter will be able to get vaccinated or... Uh, there will be herd immunity or something like that and it won't be a big pro- i I don't know you, you know that I don't know what I'm talking about with coronavirus but that's where we are we uh we're going to get through it we are we are going to let those hands go and see what happens we're going to as the all the last few podcast titles say we're going to keep moving forward and we're going to do it as a unit of three people, who love each other very much, and uh, my daughter has the heart of a lion. She is so strong-willed. I love it. It drives me crazy. But you know what? I told her today. The the unfortunate thing for you is you're born to the hardest-headed motherfucker in the whole world. So if you cannot put on at least a pair of panties. To eat then you're never gonna eat (laughs) again. And she's like, Well guess what dude? This is the troubles in Ireland in nineteen seventy three and it's a goddamn hunger strike and go fuck yourself da. You go fuck yourself da, run back to the crown. That's what she's saying. And that's it. That's basically the update. I'm positive I'm on the front foot, we're gonna get through this. Also, did I tell you that we're going to... Let me summarize the excitement. I'm on the front foot. We're positive. We're going to get through this. We're going to come out tighter. We're going to come galvanized as a unit, stronger, ever ready, excelsior, prepared for the future, ready to go. We're going to. We're going to get through the school closing, opening, coronavirus, people pulling out teachers not available, we're going to get through it. And you know what? So the fuck are you. And so are your people. Unless you don't get vaccinated, then you might die. But, you know, it is what it is. I hope that doesn't happen to you. I hope you do everything in your power to minimize the chance of your demise. But if you don't, you're grown, you make your own choices. What I wanted to add is I may not, did I mention what is, how my physique is transformed? I turned into the machinist. Is that what they said? Is it the machinist or Memento? One of those movies where the guys just get like anorexically thin. I lost more than 10 pounds of weight during coronavirus. More than 10 pounds. How much more? I don't know. I don't weigh myself all the time but probably like 12 pounds in a week. That's a lot. And you know why? Because I wasn't drinking. Well, I mean, I was, I was not drinking. I am not drinking. Um, and as ever, I sleep like a rock. It was not because of not drinking. I mean, maybe that helped, but it was because I think These goddamn night sweats, which I don't know if you have Omicron, but I googled night sweats or Omicron or something like that, and apparently a lot of people have them, and they are gross as hell. And what I'm describing, and I won't be too uh, graphic, is if you've ever had a fever break and you all of a sudden feel your forehead, you know, perspire a lot, or you your T-shirt gets a little sweaty, and you're like, oh, there it goes, like. It just broke, and a little more of that toxin got out of my body. Well, I, have ha- I had this for like nine nights, and I still have it to some degree. And, and by the way, I'm two-plus weeks out. So that could be maybe I had a little Omicron, with just a touch of Delta in there. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe as an aged man, I had a tougher go of it. But I still have minor symptoms. I'm negative as fuck, though, bro. But I have had ridiculous night sweats where I wake up soaking wet, Well, maybe once or twice per night. It's gnarly. It also, you know, selfishly feels very cathartic. You know, you just feel like this reborn. This I'm a little baby bird. All. What is the hold steady lyric? All like a like a baby like a baby bird all new and wet and trying to light a parliament <laughs> that guy writes some great lyrics if you like a turn of phrase and you like you like partying but if you like if you like a, a, somebody who really cares about words and language go listen to the hold steady and i i would just start at the first record almost killed me and go from there uh just and i mean it's just bar it's I don't say just. It's bar rock and roll, which is great for me. That's right up my alley. Oh, but the turn of phrase, so she, she, uh, she woke up after passing out or something after ODing, all new and like a like a little baby bird or something, all new and wet and trying to light a parliament. What a great lyric that is. But that's how I've been. Almost every night since I came down with the coronavirus. And actually, it didn't happen until like the fourth night. And when it did, I was like, oh, my fever broke. Maybe I'm on the other side of of Omicron. But it just kept going. And I think that's why I lost so much weight. Just because I'm shedding water. I remember when I was in the basement, I was like, I need Gatorade. I need replenishment. I would have I actually made a phone call trying to find a couple IV places. Have you ever gone to one of those like party doctor IV places, like Vitaflow or something, Vitaflow. I did it once, not for partying. But I I was training for a half marathon, a running half marathon. And on a really hot day, I was underhydrated. And I did like an 11-mile run in July. It was a terrible idea. And I got home, and I could not hydrate. And my wife, ever solution-oriented, ever ready, ever focused, Armstead, Armstrong said I'll take you down the street and we went to this um IV place where all these partiers go and they stuck an IV in my arm and I was like I went there lightheaded woozy unsteady on my feet because I was dehydrated and overheated and within like two minutes the IV was in me I was right as rain it was incredible I, I was like I was freezing my ass off, too, because I guess my body was regulating his temperature. Um, anyway, I was jonesing for one of those things the other day because I just felt so nutrient depleted. And so I got like, uh, as they say in the Northwest, I got a half rack of Gatorades. <laughs> um, anyway, that's my body transformation. You can do it, too. Just get the night sweats. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for the support. And one of these days, I'll be back in the basement recording these. My wife will be up. We'll be free of COVID. Hopefully, my little baby daughter, who turns three years old the day you hear this, she will, um, she will not have coronavirus. But if she gets it, hopefully we get through it without too much tumult. And if you want to see, you can go all the way back. You don't see photos of this girl online. But if you go all the way back on my Instagram to... January 4th, 2019, you'll see a picture of uh, at least my feet saying it's a girl. So happy birthday to my daughter who's three goddamn years old. How amazing is that? How amazing is that? Anyway, thank you so much for the support. Thank you for sending me notes and reaching out. It means the world to me. Thank you for listening, spreading the word, leaving a review, and uh, spare a thought for 15 versus underscore versus 15 underscore, you know what I'm saying. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you on Friday.